I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? Podcast Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spoker. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you are listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. watching and listening to the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Chino Liao, and Emil Nate joining us on tonight's live stream. Emil, our special guest host, is back kasi wala si Ro. Uh, Ro is actually at the launch party for Disney+, Plus, which is happening tonight as we speak. So, Huge celebrations going on and that's because Ro works for the agency that does the PR for Disney Plus. Kaya siya nandun. Kaya rin wala tayong invites because we're not big enough. We're not yet on that level. Hindi pa tayo sponsored ng Disney Plus. But one day, we're manifesting it already. That day will come na they'll be giving us that sweet. So Disney Plus, I hope you're listening. I hope that you can send some of that sweet money our way. But let, let's uh, say hi to Emil first. How's it going, Emil? Thanks for making time for jo- uh, to join us on the live stream. Uh, yes, uh, I'm doing great. Always, uh, always a pleasure to be here on the podcast. Again, thank you so much. And uh, let's get to some wrestling talk this week. Sarap, sarap. All right. Of course, Chino and I here in Metro Manila. Emil all the way in Naga. Joining us for the live stream. Chino, how's your Thursday? Nakapag-subscribe ka na ba sa Disney Plus? I am still holding out on that Disney Plus money. Particularly because I thought I could use my US account here. Di pala pwede. Fun fact. I had to learn that the hard way. Um, so, yeah. M- Mickey is still out to get us, guys. Mickey Mouse and the rest of the team are, st- are still preventing us from getting full access that sweet, sweet Disney Plus content. Sige, uh, so we know that that first person UX review of Disney Plus is not going to come from Chino. We're going to get to that in just a short while. But first, let's tell you about how you can become a patron just like Emil as part of our growing Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patron community. Chino, take it away. Yes, so this weekend we have AEW's Full Gear. And usually for you to be able to watch Full Gear, you have to be very, very resourceful. Well, not if you are a wrestling, wrestling podcast Patreon. For as low as $5 a month, you can join our growing Patreon community where we host a live 
watch parties or post live watch parties for all your favorite AEW, WWE, and sometimes may naliligaw ng New Japan Pro Wrestling events. All the wrestling you want, nandun yan sa ating Patreon subscription. Also, you get to be a part of our exclusive Discord server na hindi ako ang bond, obviously. Pero, <laughs> and doon lahat ng cheese smacks na gusto nyo about wrestling. We also talk about different things like TV, movie, also our seasonal, I should say, pasabais, saktong-sakto sa Black Friday. Black Friday happening at the very end of this month. If you want a shirt, if you want something from Suplex, WWE Shop, AEW Shop, whatever wrestling gear or merch that you need, pwede kayo sumama doon sa group by namin. Makakatipid pa kayo. And all you really need to spend is as low as $5 a month. Also, Patreon doesn't charge you for the full month anymore. Pwede kang mag-subscribe in the middle of the month and you still get to maximize that pay. Dati kasi kailangan mag-start ka from the very beginning of the month para masulit mo, para hindi ka mag-double charge. Yeah. But it doesn't work that way anymore. So now, you can maximize the $5 that you put in so that you can get as much wrestling content as you want. Meron din tayong free shirts. Meron din tayong free mask. Care of the beautiful people of Podcast Network Asia. All you really have to do for all that information is right there, patreon.com. Slash wrestling wrestling podcast. Thanks, Chino. The link is also in the comment section. Thanks to admin Jackie and in our ticker below. Clarify ko lang ha, hindi kami nanlilibre ng shirts for Black Friday. Like yung sa WWE shop at yung sa uh, pro wrestling tees. KKB yan ha. KKB yan. So yung ano lang, parang group buy lang para sulit yung shipping natin mula US papuntang Pinas, di ba? Alright, let's get to some... <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry, if I wasn't... If I wasn't clear, you'd be libre. Oh, you'd libre, ah. Okay, yeah. uh, let's get to some Disney Plus talk. Let's start with that. Because today is day one of Disney Plus in the Philippines. It is official. Actually, kahapon pa, live na siya. If you were already downloading the app and if you were seeing people post on social media. So, Emil, as the person on the stream who's actually subscribed to Disney Plus, what are your impressions so far on the app? And what's your WWE viewing experience been like? Alright, so first of all, no, sobrang hirap, sobrang mahirapan ako hanapin siya sa Play Store and App Store last night. Like at Ay, 12. Ay, subong nito sa ahensya. <laughs> like, uh, sa TV, it was it was easy. Pero sa phone, Play Store, it was so difficult. I think I needed to wait until the morning just to install the, the app. So, at first glance, you know, the interface it was was great. It was beautiful. Better than Netflix, in my opinion. Much more simpler, much more, you know, much more easy, I guess, to to navigate. And the first thing that I was really surprised is the shows that was in there. Like you, yeah. you'd expect the Marvels, the you know, the Disney movies to be there, and also some WWE. But I saw some shows that Netflix, but it was gone. Then I saw the shows there, so that's great. And also, when it comes to the WWE, I'm going to the WWE yeah, 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 side please. of things now. Like, it was advertised as we will get some WWE content, but they didn't really specify which. So it was great. If you scan the, the WWE content, like, 
if you're a first time, no? first time, haven't subscribed yet to the network, you haven't tried the network yet, this would do, right? If you yeah, if you want some, if you just want some WWE content programming, it's good. But if you're coming from the network and you're expecting the same thing to happen here with Disney Plus, maybe you will get disappointed. Again, it really depends on the perspective of the user. So again, if you haven't tried the network yet, if you want to like get into the WWE. Maybe this is a good thing for you, but if you're a hardcore WWE fan who subscribed to the network for years, maybe unsubscribing to the network to go to the Disney Plus isn't a good idea. As of right yeah. now, maybe, I, I, I'm going to jump off on that point, Emil, because we don't know if we'll be access to WWE Network yeah. here in the Philippines. As of today, it's still accessible. In fact, very limited pa right now in WWE catalog on Disney Plus if you want all... 15-20,000 hours of content, the WWE Network is still your best bet. And if you want to backwatch old pay-per-views, old shows, like old WrestleManias, for example, lahat yan nasa WWE Network. So wala pa sa Disney Plus. Like the only mania that's there is 38. Yes. So yun lang din yung nakita ko so far. So I don't know straight from the source kung ano mangyayari with Disney Plus and the premium live events, especially with Survivor Series War Games happening next weekend. So I hope to find out sooner than later. And when we find out, we'll tell you guys. Because syempre, we want everyone to be able to catch the show then, diba? So for now, wag muna tayong padalos-dalos. Wag muna tayong mag-unsubscribe from the WWE Network in case you're thinking that Disney Plus automatically has everything from the WWE Network. Anything we missed, Emil? Uh, okay, nakalimutan ko sabihin, no? I think people's expectations, there were really high expectations because of what happened to when Peacock started. Like, the network in the US shut down immediately when Peacock started. So, akala siguro ng maraming tao dito, same thing will happen. Disney Plus will, will start. We will have WWE content and, you know, the local, the network here, the Network international feed here will be cut off. So you know, I I think may 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 people are kind of disappointed because of maybe they're expecting a little bit too much. But it's still great to have them to be on this plus again. It's still a great thing. Oh, no man, it's a bigger platform, so it's definitely a good thing. All right, sticking with some news outside the ring, let's talk about Sasha Banks. There's an update on her this week. She's being promoted for Comic-Con Revolution happening May 20 to 21 next year. And yung billing niya is FKA, or formerly known as Sasha Banks, WWE Superstar. So that raised some eyebrows from people on the internet. And then she posted a tweet yesterday na nagpapasalamat siya. And naturally, people are wondering... Ito na ba? Ito na ba yung parang announcement niya na wala na siya sa WWE? I don't know what's happening. So I'm gonna turn it over to Chino and ask what these cryptic signs imply to you. It doesn't bode well for the persona of Sasha Banks that the person behind it now has the initials FKA before that name. It is... I'm I not pessimist. Ako eh. So when I see something like this happen, it naturally leads me to believe that Sasha Banks might be out of the door. Whatever deal that they were working on might actually not pull through. Sayang, because we all love Sasha here on the pod. We acknowledge her work time in and time out. And for whatever reason, 
creative money or otherwise, hindi sila magkasundo ng WWE ngayon. It might seem tenuous, this relationship that she has with the E. So parang hindi ako assured na we might see Sasha anytime soon in, uh, in a WWE. Maganda tong comment ni Lance. Actions speak louder than words and cryptic tweets. So ikaw, Emil, do these cryptic tweets and this billing na formerly known as Sasha Banks, does this tell you anything? To me, it tells that maybe, you know, she's thinking life after wrestling because she's doing Star Wars, she's doing this different Comic-Con conventions that she could make a ton of money without without taking bumps, without... You know, hurting herself. I mean, maybe that's a point that she in life, yeah, where she she's thinking life after wrestling because, like, even though people have mixed opinions about Sasha's career in WWE, we could say that she she's already a pretty successful wrestler from what she did in her what ten years in in or ten or nine years with WWE. So that's what I'm like getting at. Like all like what she she's doing, maybe she's gonna wrestle in another promotion, but uh, everything's still up in the air right now. Whether or not she will come back to the WWE, like I'm still gonna be a Sasha Banks fan, whether or not she comes back or she does all these things that makes her happy and makes her a lot of money. So, you know, at the end of the day, all of us we still love Sasha and her fans will still be behind her, whatever. She wants to do uh, in, in the future. I mean, I hope so. Because, uh, in in pro wrestling, we're a very tribalistic group of fans. In tipo, yeah. ah, de, you left wrestling, you left us, de ba? So I I hope hindi ganon. I hope that we actually put our money where our mouths are. And, uh, oh, we're gonna support her even if she decides na she's done with this company or that company or done with the industry altogether. Eto balita. This was published by Cultaholic earlier. Na Sasha Banks has a company called Solnado Inc. And they registered several new trademarks, which were filed by Mike Dawkins, who's known as the gimmick attorney or yung trademark lawyer in the pro wrestling circles. So the following terms were registered statement maker, uh, Mercedes Monet or money, Monet talks or money talks and bank Monet or money. So yun mga na register in a trademark. And we have no idea what those things are, what those things are going to refer to. So whether or not Sasha Banks does return to WWE, these are the facts. Na niregister to mga trademark na to that Sasha tweeted and that she's being billed as FKA Sasha Banks. And then my take on this is we we just gotta keep waiting and seeing until something is officially announced. This new sorry, Stan, sing it ko lang. And now that you brought that up, ko lang these new names that she's going by, Monet, Money, it's interesting because you only do that if you're switching feds. Yes. Yeah. You, you only do that if you're really planning to switch feds. Because what you going to do if there's no money in WWE? Right? Why would she secure her those rights like that in that manner? So, I, I mean, this might be a little out there, but we might get a surprise come full year. I mean, okay, uh, as, as a counter-argument to that, look at the Good Brothers, Sinegalos and Anderson. They've also been working on their trademarks in Talking Shop and everything that they're doing. These trademarks that the Good Brothers have been filing, before they got to WWE and after they left WWE the first time, and they came back. So I don't think it's necessarily 
parang a sign of things to come na porket nag-file ka ng trademark, matik, aalis ka na ng WWE. Well, to be fair, dun sa Good Brothers, they've been working on that outside of the WWE. So, tenu- siguro, tenuloy na lang nila when they got signed by the Triple H regime. Diba? We all know that Vince isn't as open to outside or to third-party agreements as as he was. Diba? So, parang, this might, this might actually... It, you, you do have merit with your argument. However, I feel hindi mo gagawin yun eh paglilipat ka. It's not a thing you do, especially in the Triple H regime. Alright, so let's see what, what what Sasha Banks' next move is. Sabi nga natin last week, diba? she was teasing something na parang six months na niyang hinihintay. That's right around this time. So it might be sooner than later. Our last bit of news from outside the ring is about CM Punk. So he was at this MMA event as a color commentator this past week. It's his first appearance since the throwdown in Chinatown as he did color commentary for Cage Fury Fighting Championships, with, uh, which is a regional MMA promotion that airs on UFC Fight Pass. So I, I don't really know what to say about this because I guess it's telling that the elite have returned to TV this week and that CM Punk is instead making an appearance for MMA. I don't know. Emil, what do you think? Honestly, looking at him in the couple of clips that I saw online, he looks healthy here. He doesn't look like the the guy we saw in the media scrum a few months ago. He looks happy, he looks healthy, and honestly, maybe wrestling isn't really for him anymore. He's already done what he can do in professional wrestling, and maybe now is the time for him to walk away and, and move on. And he's like, he's already a made man. He's already rich. He's taken care of for the rest of his life. And as a CM Punk fan, all I can wish for him is to, to be happy with whatever it is he, want to do, he wants to do. And But maybe wrestling is the last thing maybe he, will, he really wants to, to be in because it brings out the, the negative side of him, I guess, the, the negative persona, the, this negative traits. Maybe for him, wrestling is the outlet for that. So maybe outside of wrestling, he's actually this pretty neat guy, pretty nice guy. So that's what I took away from CM Punk actually looking this good when he makes he made his first public appearance uh, last uh, last week. Yeah, napaka positive and napaka optimistic na outlook ni Emil. Chino, as the pessimist, what, what do you think? Nah, man, Punk looks like a divorced single dad. <laughs> He looks like he lost his house and his car to his wife. in the middle of the night. That's a vibe I'm getting from all of this. Because first of all, don't end the slide just yet. First of all, let's call attention to the fact that he's doing commentary for a company called, what's it called? Cage Fight Fury <laughs> Championship. That sounds like a video game, man. You can't tell me that's a real thing. Cage Fury. Fighting that sounds like Iron. It's a... At this point, to, to even have some semblance of relevancy in the world, na petulan yah yung MMA analyst role in a year, year probably MMA fight league, He is a frustrated mixed martial artist. We know that from his career in, in the UFC. Akala niya he was made. To be in middleweight in the UFC, uh, lost severely to both times in his MMA career. So, 
now that he's back in that world, I don't know what level of credibility CM Punk brings. So, diba? Parang hindi siya, it's, he's there banking on his name, CM Punk. Which in the wrestling world, yes, may wait. Yes, may gravity, even with all the BS that was pulled in the last month. But the here, it's just it just smells of of desperation for okay, people in the comments, people in the chat, let us know what you think about CM Punk making his first public appearance since Brawl Out. Since we're talking about AEW pay-per-views, we're going to talk about Full Gear. That's coming up after the break. We're going to do our predictions. But first, here's a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Alright, no Kumu shoutouts kasi wala si Ro at walang kayang magload ng Kumu namin ngayon. So, we're gonna get right to it. We've got AEW Full Gear happening on Sunday, Manila time. It's a rare AEW pay-per-view that's actually happening over the weekend dito sa Pinas. So, how excited are you, Emil, na hindi mo kailangang mag-leave sa trabaho on Monday? Yes, um, so glad this is on a Sunday. You work on a Monday night, so even if it's Monday, that's fine. But it's much better if it's on a Sunday morning rather than a Monday morning. So plus, nasasanay na tayo with Sunday pay-per-views eh, because WWE has been doing it over the past year, and so it's a good thing that uh, AEW is uh, also doing the same thing here the whole year. Yeah, it's the biggest blessing, really, scheduling these things on a Saturday in the U.S. Igo Chino, are you, are you pretty happy about not having to deal with this stuff on a Monday, or are you relatively unaffected? No, I mean, naturally, we don't have a job, so like, I don't have a day job, so naturally, we don't affected. However, it, this is the one good thing TK does for the company. He acknowledges that Saturday is pay-per-view day for most major combat sports, right? You have your boxing, your UFCs. They all happen on a Saturday. If he wants to position his company to be at that level of performance, guess what he does? He does the pay-per-view on Saturday because it just makes sense. So marketing-wise, I can see why he decided to do this. Happy din tong si Julian. Di raw ma-affect ang studies. That's good. After, after full gear, saka ka na mag-review for whatever exam that you have. Alright, it's a full and bloated and stacked card as always because AEW 11 matches. Let's start with this one. The Elite making their grand return at full gear on pay-per-view talaga. And they're going to be challenging Death Triangle for the AEW World Trios Championships. Titles that were stripped from the Elite as a result of the throwdown from Chi-Town. 
or to throw down at Chi-Town. So, Igao Chino, who do you think is walking out Trio's champions? I'm going to say that as stone deaf as it might sound, they might give it to the elite. Why uh, tone deaf? It's because, kasi, first of all, we all know what happened during Brawl Out. That's a big difference. They were still involved in the in the kerfuffle, right? Even if you say, even if you say Kinagatsi, Kenny Omega, no asshole, or he, whoever bit him, right? They're still part of that. So there's still a stain in the air. And for me to give them titles, it's like it's rewarding them. It's like it's putting them on top, even if Sabimo na suspend sila. Diba? Para Sabimo na suspend ka para may promotion ka pagbalik mo. Right? And so to me, it's a little toe deaf. However, the reason I say the elite is walking away is because right now, sila na rin yung face ng company. Diba? We don't have Hangman Page. He's injured. Diba? John Moxley and MJF are going at it. And in the, so the mid-card scene is a little bit sparse for me. So I feel like with the elite walking away with the titles, it gives the mid-card scene of AEW something new to chase. You know, at least for the sake of, for the Leo's division. Igao, uh, Emil, what do you think? Okay, so I was uh, I was I am excited for this match now because when AEW started, they were basically the first couple of trios that was formed, the Elite and Death Triangle. So. And if I'm not mistaken, this is going to be the first time that they will actually face in the trios or not. So correct me. Para yeah, I think this is the first time. So I'm excited for this match. And I think it's obvious here that the Elite will win because honestly, the Death Triangle were just the placeholders because the Elite got suspended. I mean, the Elite were the first champions. And it feel like, and for me, it feels like the Elite were going to have this long reign in got cut short because of what happened. So Death Triangle, they did a tremendous job of holding down the fourth before the Elite comes back. And now the Elite, you know, they're now back and they will reclaim what's theirs. And it's the uh, Trios Championship. Yeah, but nobody is claiming that Death Triangle is going to win yeah. at full gear based on the comment section. Then I think that there's more to chew on if the Elite win. Because Death Triangle kind of has this inner conflict right, among themselves where... Pac is really acting so heelish and it's already making Phoenix and Penta call him out on it. Or at least more Phoenix than Penta. But I think they have more to go on if Death Triangle loses the championship because of Pac's antics. So let's see what happens there. Before we get to the next one, sagutin natin tong tanong ni Glendale. How hyped are you for Full Gear? Let's start with Emil. Honestly, this is like the like lowest, I guess, for me ever since AEW started. I don't know, maybe because... Of, of what happened in the last two months with AEW. They're just starting to pick things up. So at, at a 1 to 10, maybe like 5 or 6 maybe. And this is the lowest I've been when uh, since the company started. But I feel like the my expectations will be blown away come full gear. But that's the level of hype that I'm in coming into full gear weekend. So, Emil, you're saying your hype level for Full Gear is... And that word is mama ma Igao Chino. Yes. I'm actually pretty hyped, particularly because of some of the matches that I'm paying close attention to. Our guy MJF, or my guy MJF, might walk away with the title here. Also, Soraya is back in action after so many years. So, for those reasons alone, 
alone, I am pretty enthused by this pay-per-view. I don't know how enthused I will be after like the four or five hours it takes to watch the whole thing. Yeah, because I'm sure my buy-in pa dyan. Yeah, and so I'm sure masaya naman ako sa expectations. So, it's a pretty, it's pretty, pretty elated from before. All right. Let's talk about the next match that we're going to predict, and that is the TNT Championship. It was just announced earlier. There's going to be a three-way match between Wardlow, the defending champion, taking on Samoa Joe, his now former tag team partner, and powerhouse Hobbs. We talked about this on the podcast last week, the major unnecessary turn, yung ginawani Samoa Joe, and now here we are. Uh, yeah. You know, we were expecting Wardlow and Hobbs to go at it, and now Joe is part of the picture. So, Chino, I know you're a huge Joe fan, but what do you think about this turn? And we already talked about it. I mean, this event, sorry. Again, it feels like they're just giving Joe something to do because he is a valuable asset to the company. But I don't understand why he still has to be part of this feud. Because he's a powerhouse hobby. He was being teased for it. That being said, I, I can't help but want to see Joe with both titles. I know it's a little selfish. Very WWE, but it might happen. There is a chance for it to happen. So I, that's my pick. I'm, I'm picking some old Joe. Ikaw, Emil, what do you think of big meaty men slapping meat and who are you calling for this one? Yeah, so initially I thought this was going to be Wardlow versus Powerhouse Hobbs, but because of the events of what happened, this is not a triple threat. And a theory of mine, I think Joe is there to take the pin. Because they don't want either Wardlow or Powerhouse, Powerhouse Hobbs to take the pin on this one. So I feel like there's going to be a title switch. I feel like they're going to put the wagon on Power, Powerhouse Hobbs, pinning Joe so that Wardlow can be protected. Because I, I think the you know uh, Wardlow can move on to other things. He's already done what he can do as a TNT champ. And I think it's time to give someone new the... Uh, the title reigns and Joe's definitely there to take the pin. That, that's what I'm thinking. So that's why this is a triple threat. So I'm going power, powerhouse times here to win the TNT championship. Interesting diversity of picks here. Chino picking Samoa Joe, Emil picking Hobbs, the comment section picking Wardlow, saying what's up, by the way, to friend of the podcast, George Pastor, who's due to be a dad anytime soon. Congratulations, hey, my friend. Congrats, George. All right, let's get to our next match on the card, which is Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal taking on Darby Allen and Sting. You guys know how I feel about Darby Allen and how uh, we're not really huge fans of Jay Lethal on the pod either. So Honestly, for me, what is, this is a match what I can... Is this uh, sorry, what? what? <laughs> oh, God. I did not want to go there. <laughs> you know, I, I was going to say, and I would have rather just seen this on Rampage. Yeah, like, come on, TK, what are you doing? Why, why is this <laughs> taking up airtime in a pay-per-view? It's already so bloated. This is... This is I'm not even gonna pick. I don't know. All right, Emil, you gotta take this one because Chino uh, is forfeiting his pick yeah. due to apathy. Honestly, this match, yeah. I don't think this match should have been on the pay per view cards. It's a time. And um, this match could have been easily just be on, on Dynamite or Rampage, honestly. But uh, if I'm gonna pick someone to win, you gotta go with Stay and Darby. Like, I don't know. I, I I don't really care for this match at all. 
Like I, I like Sting, I like Darby, but I don't really care for this match. Maybe Jeff, they will give Jeff Jarrett a win because he's like the the new guy in, in AEW. But <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm gonna go with Sting, but I could. I don't really care about this match. I agree with Gina here. I don't really, I don't really care for this. Okay. Uh, ako sinasabi ko lang sa madlang people na hindi namin inimpluensyahan si Emil. Yung opinion niya, eh, sariling opinion ni Emil na nagkataon lang na pareho din kay Chino at sa akin. Okay. Moving on. Let's go to this next one. TBS Championship, Jade Cargill and Nyla Rose. I actually appreciate how, for the graphic of this match, nilagin ng TBS champion na uh, uh, quotation marks si Nyla Rose because the story has been all about her stealing the championship belt from Jade Cargill. But other than that, we haven't really seen these two get physical. It's just them throwing shots at one another, nagbabangayan lang backstage. And medyo nagkukulang ako sa, sa build-up for this one. Yeah. What do you think, Chino? Yeah, this storyline is very poorly built. Like, especially with two very physically dominant female athletes. Yes. You'd you think that may sapakan kahit papano eh. So, that said though, I feel like Jade Cargill has been champion for way too long and hasn't done a lot with that title. So, I am going to pick Nyla Rose. Wow. Kasi she has been in purgatory, in, in female wrestler purgatory far too long and she's way too good to just stay there so I'm picking Nyla Rose wait Nyla Rose is in purgatory but she's on the full gear card what about Ruby Soho or Athena or like any of the other women that they've signed Nyla Rose is a former AEW women's champion at the very least because she's been on dark and she's in She's been awkward feuds. Ngayon na lang siya ulit nagkaroon ng main storyline feud. And I feel like if you make her the face of that TBS division, that mid-card division, mas magkakapangil siya. Ikaw, Emil, what do you think? Is Nyla Rose the person to snap Jade's undefeated streak? Honestly, she's like the, the strongest, I think, to put over Jade because honestly, Jade being champion for way too long is also TK's fault for not building up the women's division to have someone credible enough to beat Jade Cargill. So, but I think Ny- Nyla Rose is the person to beat Jade. But I wish Jade could just, like, I, I don't know. I don't want to say lose, but I want her to move on to the to the women's championship scene because she has been stuck in on, on this scene for way too long. And if it, there's someone, if there's someone, I think for me, who could credibly beat Jane Cargill, it's Nyla Rose. I kind of have it with me here with Chino uh, as well. So, not that I hate Jane Cargill, but I think it's time for her to do other things. So, give the title to Nyla and let her run with it to build the women's division back up to where it was when AEW started, at least. So. Alright, so unanimous tong dalawa uh, uh, for, for Nyla Rose and everyone in the comments is actually picking Jade Cargill to win the TBS Championship match at Full Gear. Next on the card, Steel Cage match. This is a blood feud between Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy Jack Perry. So I like how you know they actually went all in on calling him Jungle Boy Jack Perry now. Na sinimula ni JR all those months ago. You know, I I wish that this feud had more teeth to it, but for some reason, I think it's the time between All Out and Full Gear. Parang medyo na walang sila ng steam, and somehow I don't care about this story as much as I used to. 
when it was Jungle Boy versus Christian. What do you think, Emil? For me, this Luchasaurus is not the end game. It's Christian. So na to, this is kind of like a side quest before you get to the to the final boss, which is Christian. So easy pick to. Jungle Boy will win this one because Luchasaurus is just he's just uh He's just a sidekick to Christian. And the main feud here is Jungle Boy Jack Perry versus Christian. Just so happens that Christian is injured and cannot cannot wrestle. So but as of this moment, you have to give Jack Perry the win because of what happened at all out, he was uh he was taken out. So he needs to get his win back. So uh Jungle Boy Jack Perry here for the win for me. Chino, would you put this match on pay-per-view or would you bump it down to like Dynamite or Rampage? Since sabi ni Emil, side quest lang si Luchasaurus. Yeah, I would I would put it on like a very special edition of Dynamite or something. The problem with AEW is because it has like 500 wrestlers on its <laughs> roster. Yung mga feud na tatabunan talaga. So this is just one of those instances na nangyari yun. This feud, which started all those months back, had so much steam behind it. Diba parang... Jungle Boy and Christian came out with those very maniacal promos. And we were all behind that. And yes, it was a great feud, but nothing's happened since then. This rivalry because Christian is injured and couldn't do as much. That's why they had to do the, this whole setup here. That said, Jungle Boy needs to win because. Luchasaurus is, if anything, a mini-boss, mini you know? He's a side character. The true antagonist is Christian, and, Luch- and Jungle Boy, sorry, is the purest example of a babyface in, in this whole bit company. So, I want him to win. All, all I want is for Luchasaurus to not turn face, because that would be the <laughs> nth face, nth turn for Luchasaurus in, you know, however many months it's been since he kept flip-flopping. So, you know, one more turn and Luchasaurus would be like a trapo here in the Philippines. <laughs> Next match on the card is the World Championship Eliminator Tournament Final. So we know that it's Ethan Page from his side of the bracket and he'll be taking on one of these three men, Lance Archer, Ricky Starks, or Brian Cage. Sobrang up in the air nito. I, I don't even know how to pick someone for this one. So I'm going to leave it up to you guys. All we know is that whoever wins this world title eliminator tournament will go on to winter is coming as the number one contender for the world championship. So let's start with Chino here. I want Brian Cage to win purely. Yeah, and he's on fire right now. But also because we get to say Page versus Cage <laughs> repeatedly. <laughs> and if you try and say that fast five times, ka. So that alone is enough reason for me to share for Brian Cage. Parang championship scramble, no? And then they put all the Page and Cage guys in it. Kasi lima lang yun, eh, diba? Ethan Page, Hangman Page, Brian Cage, Christian Cage. <laughs> Paige Van Zandt. Jeez. Here <laughs> <laughs> go, Emil. Who's your pick? All right. So this pick, for me, it would really depend on who's going to win the main event. Because you have to think of the babyface seal alignment here. We're just sticking purely with this bracket. I am rooting for Ricky Starks because it's time. It's time to give this man the push he deserves. And maybe he will not win the title immediately, but just do something with him. He's been, he was hot during the, before the breakup of the Team Taz 
he was he was so over with the crowd and then they did the turn and they he was jobbed out for like five minutes and all out and then well he wasn't on the TV shows after that so give him the push he deserves so I'm going with Ricky Starks here all right Julian my brother in Christ talo na po si Eddie Kingston si Ethan Page na yung advance from his side of the bracket so it's really just Ethan Page Archer Starks or Brian Cage for this one. All right, let's move on to the next match. It's the four-way for the ROH World Championship. Chris Jericho on his rampage, uh, no pun intended, against the former ROH champions, regardless of rank. So, Kalabanya, two former champions in Brian Danielson and Claudio Castagnoli. And he's also got Sammy Guevara in there for assistance. Now, sinasabi ni Jericho, if it's him and Sammy, Sammy Dao would do the right thing. Here's a question for you guys. Do you feel like this feud between the Blackpool Combat Club and the JAS has gone too long? Because I look back and they've been at each other for more than half a year at this point. Iga Emil, what do you think? I am so sick of this feud. <laughs> Just let this feud end already. Uh, I've heard tracking back. They've been feuding since, I don't know, March or January this year. Yeah, probably just, March or April, right? When the BCC yeah, got yeah. formed. Magtatapos na yung 2022, hindi pa natatapos to. Nanalo na uh, si Marcos at lahat-lahat. Nag-aaway pa rin sila-sila. Just, if any other any other circumstances, this match, I would be excited for this match. Because you got Brian Danielson, you got Chris Jericho, you got Claudio Casagnoli, you got Sammy Guevara. But because of this period that's been so long, the... I'm not as hyped as I wish I could be, you know. So just let this feud end. Just maybe I don't know. Maybe Jericho could retain the title. Maybe he's gonna. He's the guy going to final battle. He's gonna be the champion. So I'm going to Chris Jericho. But uh, my one wish for this match is just let this end. Let this please for, for the love of God. Just let let this, let this uh, feud end already. Chino, so what kind of BCC versus JAS na dynamic? Oh, 100%. Both sides have very talented wrestlers that could be doing a lot more with the depth the AEW has. Instead, they've straddled them to each other. And it's just lazy, lazy storytelling at this point. It's the best that they have match. Na, oh, this is the final time we will face each other. Or this is the definitive match. To end the feud, but no, and they still at it after six, seven months now. So, it's not a good use of talent for me. Uh, as for my pick, I'm gonna say Jericho as well. I'm not picking Danielson and, and Claudio for the simple reason that if either of them win, ahaba lang yung feud ng BCC <laughs> and the Jericho Appreciation Society, right? And we don't want that clearly. So, Jericho might. Win, Sammy makes a good case because he's been on a roll as of late. So, but my guess is, is Jericho. Yeah, I mean, it's not like Jericho has anything better to do now that he's been eliminated from the Masked Singer. So, <laughs> Sticking with the championship matches, let's talk about the acclaimed versus Swerve in Our Glory. Congratulations to Max Kasser and Anthony Bowens for the drop of their new music video. That was pretty fun, Kanina. What do you think about this one? It's the third and final match. Another one, but I'd like to think this feud has a bit more steam because a grown man got abducted during this (laughs) storyline. Emil, what do you think? 
yeah, this is one of the matches that I. This is one of the matches that I'm really also looking forward to, you know, because of what happened in All Out. It basically stole the show and uh, that Dynamite Grandstand. It's been a while. It's been solid two months since their last match. So it isn't like BCC and JS. No, no, they, they faced each other at Arthur Ashe, uh, which was uh, yeah. like five, six weeks ago. Yeah, two months ago. That's what I said. Yeah, it um, it's been like there was a gap between, so it's it was good. So this matchup feels fresh again. And again, with the the kid, like uh, Swerve Scott, kid, uh, Swerve Strickland, sorry, kidnapping uh, Billy Gunn, which is which is really, really funny. But I feel like the time the Swerve and our Glory Tag team has run, run its course, and it's time for them to wake up and be single stars. So I'm going with the Acclaim team. Ooh, so that's a twofer. The acclaimed retain and Swerve in our glory break up. What do you think, Chino? Ako, I think the acclaimed retain. Yes, Taman. Again, like to, like we're, I mean, and I, we are on sync, man. <laughs> I'm also thinking that Swerve in our glory break up. Because we did that weeks ago, right? This is, they're teasing this as another mid-card feud uh, along their endless mid-card feuds that they have. I, I like how AEW is giving the rub to two Relatively unknown guys, na hindi naman indie darlings, but they're purely AEW talent. And if they're really serious about the acclaimed project, they're going to keep the titles on them because they're really just getting started with the scissoring uh, business. <laughs> All right. Moving on to this next one. Ito, I'm sure you guys are excited to talk about Dr. Britt Baker, DMD versus Soraya. Kind of like the Jade Cargill and Nyla Rose feud, a lot of bangayan here, pero this has been more physical. Their promo exchange from this week was purely backstage. And the thing that stood out to me was how Dr. Britt Baker cut a seemingly babyface promo, which is weird considering how she's the gatekeeper of the division in the worst way. You're a superstar. And then now she's like, um, where have you been? Uh, you know, I, I've been uh, performing in Daily's Place during COVID lockdowns, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you know, yung Kalaban was injured. What did you want her to do, woman? So it's kind of weird promo from, from Britt Baker. That said, it is Saraya's first match since December of 2017. So I think it's not unreasonable if we all picked Saraya. What do you think, Chino? Yeah, definitely. She needs to win because she's this hot new side that they have that they've built up so well against literally the face of the division in Brett Baker DMD here. So I feel like by Soraya winning over, uh, winning against Brett Baker, rather, it makes a good case for the fact that she's this crossover talent that we've been touting her to be. Mm-hmm. Got, uh, Emil. Again, uh, Soraya needs to win because. Yeah, this is her first match in how many years? Five? Five years? Or yeah. six years? So I'm going to go with Soraya here for the win, just for that fact. And again, I just one wish. I just wish she could get through this match uh, safe and uh, and sound because her issues were the, the neck and that's what like ended her career before her return. So I just wish she could uh, go through this match without a hitch. And uh, I just hope she has a good showing because she was one of the pioneers of, of the renaissance of, of women's wrestling that dated back almost 10 years ago. So if she has a good showing here, it'd be good for me. So, Soraya with the win. 
Eto sabi ko lang ha, kasi si Leo also said Saraya be extra careful. Sabi rin ni Ina, now AEW will be tested when it comes to Saraya's safety. Guys, I don't think na you know, hopefully it doesn't happen. I'm knocking on wood here. But let's say an injury does happen. I don't think it's necessarily a mark against the company because injuries happen all the time. Whether you're at the biggest levels of the sport, like WWE, like AEW, New Japan, what have you, or in the lower levels of the sports, mga indie scenes, injuries happen. So I wouldn't want to go out there and say, na, oh, ito na yung test kung talagang safe ba yung mga taga AEW. I don't want to say that because that also discredits the professionalism and the experience that all of these wrestlers have had to get to this point where they are TV and pay-per-view ready. So, yun lang. I'm sure Ro would uh, probably say something similar being that he's actually in the business uh, as a worker. So, yun lang. I just wanted to make that clear for everybody before we say something that would rub people the wrong way. We're down to our last two matches. So, predictions ng full gear. So, let's talk about the Interim Women's World Championship match. And that's between Tony Storm and Jamie Hayter. So, wala pa balita on Thunder Rosa. No idea if, uh, if and when she's coming back. I am just so... Tired of hearing commentators say every AEW show, these two were roommates during the pandemic. Like, I got it the first time. Like, okay, sige, they were roommates during the pandemic. Then what? Like, how did uh, Jamie Hater supposedly turn her back on Tony Storm? Like, we we never got this part. So, dun ako yeah. ulang eh. Uh, ikaw, Chino, you seem to be having fun with this criticism. Yeah. <laughs> So she had to hold it. Uh, and that right there, that is that is what pisses people off. You, know, you really need to go, but you can't because you have a selfish room. I don't know. I don't know why this is the I don't know why this is how the started. Roommates and I mean that's uh, the best they can come up with, the crack team at AEW. Decided, oh, broombit sila dati. So, pakit na kayo ngayon. Like, I, I don't know. That's it. I really like Jamie Hayter. I think she is an amazing talent. However, I do not think she is walking away with this title just yet. I think they're really gonna keep it on Tony Storm because they really want the Tony Storm Thunder Rosa feud to, or sorry, match to happen. So, I think Tony Storm still retains. Ikaw, Emil. Yes, which is, um, a Big Jamie Hader fan. Tony Storm will walk away as a champion just because I think Jamie Hader still has a feud to go with against Britt Baker when she turns on Britt Baker. So she ha- like there's another story for her to get to before finally being like a, a main event level star in the women's division. So but this is a huge opportunity for her finally be in pay-per-view challenging for the women's uh, women's championship and this is going to be a good match i'm looking forward to it being a really good match but again saying Tony storm still uh she's going to walk away as a champion by the end of full year yeah uh, we are not haters of jamie hater on this podcast yeah. uh, so no. excited for her actually to be in a singles match on pay-per-view because the last time it was a four-way right? with Britt baker and hikaru shida also being involved all right boys main event time John Moxley, MJF. Call your shot. Let's start with you, Chino. I'm going to say MJF. Mm -hmm. I think it's MJF's time. I think Moxley really, really wants and needs a break. And I think MJF has been putting out killer performances 
his entire AEW run. I think he's, it's time he needs to be rewarded for all the effort that he puts in. Otherwise, we're going to see him walk. That's just about it. So I, I'm picking MJF. Before I throw it back to Emil, Chino, bonus prediction. Is MJF's face shenanigans with the firm a red herring or is he actually sort of a good guy now? You know, as of the last, uh, the recent, most recent Dynamite, when he saved John Moxley, feeling ko hindi na siya uh, swerving. Diba? We are not being worked here. I really think they're trying to angle him as sort of a baby face here. And the reason I think that is because Old MJF is an opportunist, diba? He's very conniving in that way. So I think he begins to box three ng classing advantage. Now that said, work parento at ganun siya committed to making us believe the face siya, then good job. He deserves the title even more. So you guys are calling her a tweener. Man, it must be exhausting always rooting for the anti-hero. So yun pala si MJF. Ikaw, Emil, do you think that MJF has fully shed the firm, that he's really not working with them? And who do you think is walking away the world champion? You know, I've been burned by this before with Danny Garcia. I thought Danny Garcia was turning into a face. He was going to be on it as his own man. And then TK pulled the trigger, bringing him back with the JAS. So I'm not really trusting TK here to pull the face turn on MJF. All this time, from the build-up of this match, I, I was calling that all this is a red herring. The firm, because here's the thing, the firm helped MJF to win the title shot. So why is MJF suddenly, you know, like turning the firm away? It's weird. Like It's weird for me. Yeah, again, all this is a red herring for me. It's too obvious. And if it's a, if it's not, then good. But if it's uh, work and it's all a red herring, then it's predictable for me. I called it a long time ago. So, like, I think all of us consensusly, MJF is going to win this match. It's just a question of how he's going to win this match or if he's going to be the, a babyface or a full-blown heel after the match. So, it's MJF to win. And I still think he's still going to be a heel after after this match. Yeah, uh, last year's full gear, Union Coronation moment, ni Hangman Adam Page. And from how you guys are voicing your support for MJF, it looks like full gear 2022 might be MJF's crowning moment. So that should be incredibly interesting heading into this weekend. Okay, in the comments, let uh, let us know what you think. Who are you calling for to, you know, to be the AEW world champion? Who do you think the winners will be? At the end of AEW Full Gear, we're almost approaching the top of the hour. Pero meron pa tayong WWE talk. That's coming up after the break as we hear from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
No Chino on the audio-only part of this week's podcast because he's got some prior commitments. So it's going to be Emil and myself breaking down these last three items. And we're going to start with something from SmackDown. The Usos defeated the New Day to retain their tag team championships. And now they've got the longest tag team championship reign in the WWE. So I talked about this on the live stream as my pick of the week. And I really enjoy the match. And, you know, this is one of those things where I guess either way it does work in the sense that, okay, you know, the Usos retained. I guess they really want to keep the bloodline and followable pared until a huge loss happens on a bigger platform. Like, I don't know, War Games probably because, you know, there, there's someone else who could take the fall on behalf of the bloodlines, uh, War Games. So I guess SmackDown this past weekend just wasn't the time yet for Jimmy and Jay to lose the tag team championships. Yeah, so Usos retained the titles in a really good match against the New Day, and uh, I really like the, the these types of types of matches where it would be a record breaker. Like if they win, they get to break the record for the longest reign. Because I also remember when the New Day were in the same situation like six years ago. I remember their match against uh, I think it was Sheamus and Cesaro. Uh, at the pay-per-view, it, it was really good. And the, the premise of that match is the New Day is everything, doing everything that they can to extend their title reign. Same thing here with the Usos. They basically did everything. And there's also this magic between the Usos and the New Day. It's like they're kind of the modern-day version of Edge and Christian versus Hardy Boys, where, in which every match is just magic. And same thing here. And they add an element of that record because New Day was previously uh, had the record for the longest reign of, of, of the tag team titles in WWE. And, you know, the Usos had to beat them to extend, to break the record and extend their title reign. So there was a good story going into that match and uh, they delivered. Just like every time they have a match, they go into the ring, they have this magic. And it was a really good match uh, on SmackDown. Yeah, sinabi mo na there's a sense of desperation from the Usos as they tried everything in their power to really retain against the New Day. And I loved how personal it felt for the New Day because it was their record and everything they stood for and then everything that they said during that promo on, on Raw. Nah, they weren't even supposed to be there. They didn't have the generational in into the business unlike the Usos did. So it really came together very well. And I was pretty happy that we were able to get that moment on SmackDown. And, you know, uh, the creative was lined up in such a way that the New Day Talaga was the last set of challengers on the way to breaking that record for the Usos. Yeah. Now, yeah. now um, ah, sorry, did you have any other thoughts? Yeah, uh, I guess, uh, I don't know. Uh... Like, there was a point last year or two years where in which parang naumay na ako with the Usos against the New Day because we kind of saw it also a lot last year when the Usos were already part of the bloodline. But there was a sense again. There was a narrative behind it that, uh, that the people caught on and were really excited about this match. And they delivered on all those expectations because this isn't really a fresh rivalry. We have seen this so many times as well before, but because of the narrative surrounding this match. Kudos to them for delivering uh, on such a huge stage during this match. Speaking of a big stage, NXT is having NXT deadline towards the end of the year. It'll be the last premium live event for WWE for 2022. And Shawn Michaels announced the Iron Survivor Challenge, which is a new type of match 
which will have both a men's version and a women's version. So it'll be 25 minutes long and there will be five participants battling each other and the clock. So I'm just reading out your rules as HPK explained it on NXT this week. So two wrestlers will start the match and every five minutes may bagong papasok until all five are in the ring. And whoever has the most falls, which are earned by pinfall, submission, or disqualification, pag umabot ng 25 minutes, sila yung panalo. A fall counts for one point, but losing a fall means you go into a penalty box for 90 seconds. So, dehado ka dun kasi other people could be scoring pinfalls while you're in the penalty box throughout those 90 seconds. What's up for grabs is a shot at the NXT Championship and the NXT Women's Championship for the winners. So what do you think about this format? Because people on the internet have been saying things like, oh, it's, it's a combination of the championship scramble and an Ironman match and TNA's King of the Mountain. Yeah, uh, I kind of agree with the, the sentiments online. This is kind of a mix of the championship. This is the modern-day championship scramble you know, with, with the elements of the King of the Mountains being mixed in. And uh, I am all up for fresh ideas and this is a fresh idea from old concepts so it's a good thing i'm really looking forward to this and i know it's time like every five minutes a new wrestler comes in yes so the question i have for this is how do you last last person to enter he will only have how many minutes to score as much fit like say if the first guy scored this many pinfalls so Yung last person to enter. Uh, like, in trade-off mo is you're fresh. Because the other people yeah, will have okay. had the last 10 minutes to beat right. each other up and right. get injured that's, or whatever. Okay, maybe that's, that's the thing. But, like, that's the question that arised when I heard this concept is yung last person to enter. He, the disadvantage that they will have is the time, but also they, they are going to be fresh coming into the match. I like the Royal Rumble that if you're the last man, you have the advantage of being fresh and you get to, you know, you know, you, you get to be the, the freshest man in the competition. So yeah. Uh, but again, this is a this is a fresh new idea from NXT. And I think my sense na bahit yung pangalan ng event is called deadline because it's a time the match is a timed event. So looking forward to the execution of how they will do this match come uh, NXT deadline. I want my guy Grayson Waller to win this because he's a former Survivor contestant. He was on Australian oh, yeah. Survivor. He <laughs> tweeted about it right as HBK made the announcement. And I really loved the championship scramble. I wasn't watching wrestling when the championship scramble became a thing, but I loved playing it in the video games. And I figured that if I enjoyed it in the video game, I'll probably enjoy it in real life. So I'm excited to see the championship scramble be back in the year of our Lord 2022. And just to piggyback off that point you made, about advantages and disadvantages, Emil. I actually like the Iron Survivor Challenge more than the Royal Rumble in the sense that might trade off your positioning. Yeah. Mo. Oh, yeah. Because you said this a Royal Rumble, kung hulika, wala lang pure advantage lang yun. It doesn't matter how many people are left by the, ta- the time number 30 enters. Pero dito, kung ikaw yung nagsimula, edi good, you have more time to score falls, pero at the risk of stamina and fatigue and possibly injury. Whereas if you're the last person, you come in fresh, but at the cost of time to time. actually score your falls. Yeah, so yun yung exciting dito sa match nito. Like how how's how's that gonna come into play? The the positioning and because this is new, we haven't seen this match before. So yeah, bagong bago to. Bagong bago, so it's gonna be it's gonna be fresh. I'm looking forward to it. 
And as a sports fan, I really love the time element in wrestling because we really don't have anything close to this. So as a sports fan, except for the Iron Man match, yeah, for yeah. So as a sports fan, I'm really looking forward to you know more clutch moments like Mm. in basketball or or the beat the clock challenge, right? You know, you know, you know more clutch na na moments and matches in wrestling. I mean, this will be the first time it's happening, so I don't expect them to have like vignettes uh, where people switch up numbers, kind of like the Royal Rumble in the 2000s. But I kind of want that to be part of the storytelling going forward. Now, once people figure out what the Iron Survivor Challenge narrative techniques are, now they'll have these vignettes where you know, my strategy, the right? like your positioning matters, talaga in a match like this. Yeah. So will people try to angle for a later spot or for an earlier spot, depending on what type of wrestler they are, what their characters are? My mind just starting to think of all these things. All these ways that I'd want to like add promos and vignettes to the Iron Survivor Challenge. So it's a very exciting concept, and I totally agree. It's so refreshing to see this one on NXT this year. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe this concept can be brought to the main roster soon enough. So baka, uh, baka, yeah. yeah. I mean, War Games made its way to the main roster, so yeah. ito, eh, mag-graduate din to the main roster balang araw. Yeah. So. All right, our last topic for the audio-only part is from the NWA because there's a new world's heavyweight champion, Tyrus, FKA Brodus Clay, back when he was in WWE, has won the 10 pounds of gold. So people online aren't exactly happy for a couple of reasons. I'm going to let Emil give his opinion later on, but let me outline some of them. One being that the NWA doesn't exactly have the best reputation right now given the behind-the-scenes issues with Nick Aldis and Mickey James. So that's one. Second, see, Tyrus is actually a wrestler who was called out for sexual misconduct based on yung nangyari between him and one of his co-workers over at Fox News. Third is, there is a vocal section of the community na parang, oh yeah, uh, Tyrus, his political stance, which you know you can infer based on him working with Fox News, Fox News in the US, not great. So... Ikaw, Emil, bilang wrestling fan, what do you think about this development coming from the NWA? Yeah, uh, the NWA is at a tough stage right now. Not like, uh, I think the pandemic really hit NWA you know, in worse than WWE, AW, all the other promotions. And it's not really a good look to them that someone who's, uh, as much as I don't want politics to come into play, but he's a, uh, he appears on Fox News. I've seen him on Fox News and saying all kinds of you know things that uh, I don't really agree with and most people don't really agree with. So there's a part of that. And also, even just looking at him as a wrestler, is it really someone you want to represent your brand? Like, I've seen him in WWE. He's not really... He doesn't really do much. Even, like, today, he doesn't, doesn't really do much. So... The NWA World Heavyweight Championship has always represented like the, the Rick players of the, of the world, the, the Nick Aldis, the, the yeah, even Cody Rhodes won the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. So it represents like the, the best worker you have in your territory. So you're saying to me, you're telling me that Tyrus is the best wrestler you have right now in your company. So it's not a good look. On the NWA side of things, also not a good look on Tyrus that he's on the spotlight and he really can't deliver on a night-to-night basis in terms of being good in the ring. So that's my feelings about it. Like both as a wrestler, I don't really like Tyrus, see Tyrus, 
and also as a as a human being. So it's all it's a loose loose situation for me. So. Very strong feelings from Emil uh, regarding Tyrus winning the 10 pounds of gold. Not so much. I mean, I know about how problematic Tyrus could probably be based on the uh, news that's come out about him over the last few years. So when I saw this happen, I was like, oh, so this happened. <laughs> uh, yun, yun yun yeah, uh, I, I was more really, I really felt bad more for the promotion rather than, than Tyrus. Like, it really says I mean, why would you feel bad about Tyrus? He won the championship. No, but, but no, uh, no. My feelings, like, parang mas, like, um, yung feelings ko is mas nawaw sa NWA rather than happy that Tyrus won the, the championship because it really it tells something about the promotion. It's it's not in the best of place right now. So, yeah, <laughs> that's that's all I can say. All right, so. Those are our takes on the biggest pieces of news from wrestling this week. Let us know what you think at Wrestling2XPod on TikTok or on Twitter. It is at underscore Stancy for me, at Roswar, at Gina Supersize, and at Monday Night Rowan for the hosts. And for Emil, it's at EML underscore Meister. Meratang audio only version of this episode going up on Spotify and wherever you get your podcasts. In that version, we'll uh, have a section where we talk about the Usos breaking the New Day's record for the longest tag team championship reign. We'll also break down uh, Shawn Michaels' announcement for the Iron Survivor Challenge at NXT Deadline. And we're also going to uh, spend some time to probably talk about Tyrus winning the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship. But before we get there, some WWE stuff we got to cover on this week's live stream. So let's start off with this one. We're heading towards Survivor Series War Games next week. And it looks like it'll be the Bloodline on the men's side taking on the Brawling Brutes plus Drew McIntyre plus fifth babyface na TBA. And there were some rumors going around that it might be Kevin Owens. Now, it should have been Kevin Owens. But it was reported over the weekend that he suffered an injury at a live event which might keep him out of war games. So given all of this information and rumors and innuendo, who do you think will, uh, the fifth man will be? Because we're assuming that it's Roman, it's Solo, the Usos, and Sami Zayn for the bloodline. So that's five on five. So Emil, who do you think the fifth baby face will be if it can't be KO? If it can't be a KO, I'm thinking it should be Matt Riddle because he has history against Roman because of the match they had a while back. So he has some history with the bloodline. Also against the Usos when the RK Bro was still a thing and they were like uh, competing for the tag team championships. So it also makes sense for Riddle to be... Plus, he also has history with his own teammates. He, he was uh, teammates with uh, Butch, with the, the Bruiserweights. So it kind of makes sense. No? If it's Riddle, if it's not KO, then it should be uh, Matt Riddle. If to be the fifth man against uh, the bloodline. Igao Chino, who, who do you think the fifth baby face will be? Uh, I'm going to say Riddle as well. It makes sense for him to be the fifth. I'm perfect sign to Kevin yeah. Owens because remember how a, a few months back they were sowing seeds in Discord and Sami Zayn's head, right? So, sana siya, but it's not going to push through. Matt Riddle makes the strongest case. I don't know who else I would put in that matchup that would make sense. Maybe Brock. No, I think Brock and Lashley are still going to go at it at War Games. So, yeah. Riddle just makes sense. I remember a few War Games ago, 
where Kevin Owens came out with that pop. Sana yeah. si Riddle gets that same pop as well. Yeah, that was when si KO yung rest back ni na Tommaso Ciampa at War Games. Right. Yeah. All right, next up, let's talk about the women's War Games match. So more people have entered the fray. And now we have the women's uh, heel team completed with damage control, Nikki Cross and Rhea Ripley. And then now the question is, who is going to complete Team EST? Name unofficial, by the way. I just put that there because it makes it. So, sinong ano? Sinong back dito? Because there's rumors that it might be Candice LeRae. It should be Candice LeRae. Some people are speculating that baka injured raw, kaya hindi pa ina-announce. So, what do you think, Emil? So, I have three guesses. First one is Candice LeRae. Second one, because there, there was news that came out that WWE is interested in bringing this name back. And it makes sense for her to be also here because she has history against Dakota Kai and Rhea Ripley. So the name is Tegan Ox. Uh, surprise. Uh, maybe a surprise uh, entrant here, Tegan Ox, because it also makes sense and it would make for a great pop. And then third one. Because of what happened at Extreme Rules and because Rhea Ripley is also here, there's also a possibility that Beth Phoenix could be the fifth member of TVESP. So those are the three names that I will, I'll be picking to be the fifth member of TVESP comes to Survivor Series. Ikaw, Chino, before you give your pick for the fifth member ng Team Ni Bianca, what did you think about Rhea Ripley suddenly being slotted in here uh, along with damage control after everything she's done with the Judgment Day to date? It Makes sense because then there's Mia Yim. They were the first announcing Mia Yim for that side. Yeah. Right? They were damage control was trying to recruit her to their side. Somebody Mia no sides with the faces as what I would predict. So it makes sense to see Rhea Yimbala because Mia Yim was supposed to be Rhea Ripley's counterpoint and that little feud they had going here. Sayang na they do, we don't get that 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 sick ass. Uh, intergender match <laughs> that people want so badly, yeah. uh, but I, I'm, I'm, I, I see it making sense at this juncture. As for my pick, my choices the deal. I still want to be uh, to put a wild card in there, so Tegan Knox makes sense. Uh, I'm gonna say Charlotte might actually make sense as well because, and again, more than six months now, but she's been just posting pictures now, so. I don't know how much sense it might make for her to, to, to debut, uh, re-debut rather in a war games match. I want to see I want to see Charlotte Flair back. All right. Okay, in the comment section, let us know who you think the fifth team member for Team EST is gonna be as we get to our final topic for the live stream, and that is about Atishotzi becoming the number one contender. At Survivor Series War Games. I was because a six-pack challenge happened on SmackDown. And I was fully expecting Raquel Rodriguez to win here. And then all of a sudden, Shotzi comes in and wins the damn match. Great, because I'm super excited to call this one in Tagalog. And really just going shit over Shotzi. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, so surprising. I just got to say that. To use a term from our Survivor fandom, Chino, it was a blindside. Hell yeah, it was definitely a blindside. They didn't see this coming at all. So I'm happy for Shotzi. Because she's the first Filipina to compete in a women's title match in the WWE. So congrats to her and congrats to us for being Filipino. I mean, we're in genetic and geographical lottery na dito tayo pinanganak. But yay, we have a representative yeah. at yeah. War Games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, representation. Anyway, that said, guys, let's be realistic. This is Ronda Rousey we're talking about. This is early in her title reign here. So this might not go as, as highly as we expect it to be. It might be a squash. We don't know. But Ronda's retain. All right, we're not yet doing war games predictions. Next week, payon. But you, uh, Emil, what do you think about Shotzi being the number one contender? Did you watch that six pack challenge, and were you surprised with this outcome? Yeah, I was very surprised because I thought it was going to be Raquel uh, Gonzalez. But yeah, this is a very welcome surprise. Finally, she's getting a, a chance to compete for the women's championship. Not that I'm expecting her to win, but still great. And uh, we have a. Pinoy representative <laughs> Survivor Series. This is a good thing. I also expect him to have a good match here with Ryder Rousey. So this is going to be a, a Pinoy Pride. Pinoy Pride. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah, second straight Survivor Series na merong Pinay in the, on the card. Shotzi was also there last, uh, last year. Uh, when we called the very first event, in Tagalog, I actually already called her Ate Shotzi, George. So, alam natin na si George hindi pala nanonood with Tagalog audio. Huli tayo, uh, tayo Alright, down to uh, the last part of the podcast. So, let's get to our picks of the week. Again, yung audio only. Meron pa tayong additional topics there. But I'm gonna mention Rose pick of the week since he's in the comment section. He picks Timothy Thatcher versus Kaito Kiyomiya from Noah Global Day 2. As for me, my pick of the week, New Day versus the Usos over on SmackDown. Really great match. I thought that there were so many chances for the New Day to win and snap the Usos' streak and become tag team champions once again. But that didn't happen. And it was a heartbreaker for you know so many good reasons. So it, it was a great match. Great ride. Let's start with Emil Muna since you are the guest. What's your pick? Right. So my pick of the week is Austin Curry versus Dolph Ziggler from uh, this week's uh, Raw. Because... Finally, Austin finally snapped and he got rid of what he was before, the failed money in the bank cash-in. And he looks like we're going to get a new and much, you know, much more intense Austin uh, Theory. So that's my pick of the week. Good match and a good post-match beatdown from uh, Theory. All right, Chino, your pick. My pick goes out to the last women standing match on NXT. It is Mandy Rose versus Alba Fire. For the NXT Women's Championship, want to call particular attention to the finish of that match where Alba Fire was screwed over by a debuting Isla Dawn. It's ironic because Alba Fire also screwed over Hyper Niven with the help of Ginny, yes. right? Was it Ginny? Yes, on right? NXT UK. NXT UK <laughs> on the very same uh, last woman standing match. So, galing. If you're like a deep wrestling nerd, like all three of us are, but I appreciate my irony in those situations. And it was a half bad match. So I, I like it. I like that match. All right, let's get to the picks of the week's uh, comment section. Julian picks Grayson Waller getting drenched by the sea lion. <laughs> yeah. That was very satisfying. Uh, Janelle picks Apollo Cruz versus JD McDonough. Glendale picks Theory versus Dolph Ziggler. Roman J, Parahamin and Pick of the Week. Ina picks the Darby Allen and Sting promo from Dynamite. I'm glad that at least one person appreciates that. I think Darby would, would be happy to hear that. Leo picks the Captain Insano cameo. Oh. Yes, uh, Paul White yeah. being really, really <laughs> hilarious in that acclaimed music video. Bruce picks Theory versus Dolph. Admin Angelo picks from Impact. Jordan Grace versus Giselle Shaw, who's also Pinay. That's right. 
Sino pa ba? Fred picks Finn versus Seth. That was a really fun match on Raw. Actually, itong Raw this week was really grade A. Lots of good in-ring action and the right mix of promo work. Ano pa ba? Ina, dumadami picks natin ah. <laughs> Tigitigi sa pick lang tayo guys sa pick of the week. Wala tayong kumu ngayon, so apologies to everyone who was expecting a kumu live stream. We'll try to be back on there next week. I think uh, Ro will be back. So as we wind down here, let's get to some plugs and let's start with Emil. Uh, is there anything you want to let the listeners know about? I just follow me on uh, Twitter at eml underscore meister and on TikTok as well, same handle. On TikTok, I just post like sports opinions, wrestling opinions. So, uh, you make it sound like I'm John Amores Chino, let's get to your plugs Hey, I mentioned that particular instance because I am doing something very important for the week. I am on a new, uh, I don't have a new episode of Class Down, however, I want you guys to listen to the latest episode of the Semi Safe Space podcast. It is featuring three of the newer co- comedians in the scene and myself, where we talk about cancel culture and being canceled and cyberbullying, something that I have fair experience with. Because of recent events. It's triggering. Also, because of that, I am doing this show called the Comedy Pest Control Show. Okay? Lahat ng offensive material na gusto nyong marinig sa life, marinig ka dito sa show na to. I don't even know what I'm doing here. Apparently, I'm that offensive now. Oh, nabag ka sa TikTok Apparently, ganong level na pala ako. So, November 19th at in Metrowalk, our old stomping grounds. Tickets at 6.50. Ticket2B.net for your tickets. That's this Saturday, November 19th. And for everything else that I'm up to, linktr.ev slash Chino Alright, thank you very much, Chino. As for me, I'm giving away tickets to We Will Rock You, the musical Tomorrow on my radio show First thing in the morning On 99.5 Play FM So Makinig kayo bukas If you want free tickets Sa ano lang yan Sa Samsung Performing Arts Theater At Circuit yeah, Makati I saw it. Good show Good show Yeah so the, the show's also tomorrow night So kung wala kayong plans On a Friday night And you know You wanna win these tickets Let me help you out Let me hook you up With these tickets Sali lang kayo sa Contest ko bukas On first thing in the morning Shows at 7am Tomorrow on 99.5 Play FM on that note, we gotta say thank you to everybody who joined us on the stream. Maraming salamat sa pakikinig, sa pagsubaybay, for interacting with us. Thank you very much to our boy, Emil Nate. Thank you for joining us on the live stream, bud. Hey, uh, you're welcome. And uh, always a pleasure to be here on the Wrestling Wrestling Party. Thank you very much to Babyface producer Mike and everyone at PNA who does all that work behind the scenes. Wag kalimutan na hindi pa lahat ng WWE content na mamigrate sa Disney Plus, so wag mag-unsubscribe from the network ng The Oras. We'll catch you next week for a special audio-only episode on the 10th anniversary of The Shield. And on next week's live streams, we're going to be predicting Survivor Series War Games, or as Lord William Regal likes to say it, War Games! So that's happening on next week's live stream. Keep your masks on if you want and get your vaccines and boosters if and when you can. 
for Emil natin, Chino Liao. My name is Stan C. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast out. Bye-bye. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.